I'm Julianne DeLynn Hatton, and you're listening to Faith and Reason on the Mormon Faircast. This series will discuss the Prophet Joseph Smith and the authenticity of the gospel he restored. I'll be speaking with Michael R. Ash, author of the book of Faith and Reason, 80 Evidences Supporting the Prophet Joseph Smith. Good evening, Michael Ash. Hi, Julianne. This week we'll be talking about raw meat in the Book of Mormon. Yeah, kind of an interesting topic. Definitely. Now, where do we read about raw meat in the Book of Mormon? Well, it's still in First Nephi, and it's as they're traveling down the Arabian Peninsula. And uh, Nephi records that uh, the Lord basically knew that they were having all these afflictions, and because of it, they had to live on raw meat as part of their travels, and the Lord made it sweet to them. So it wasn't, I guess, as, as bad as maybe we would picture eating it. Now, what do the critics say about raw meat? Well, the, the critics, of course, look for anything to try to rip apart the Book of Mormon, and, and they've made fun of the raw meat claim in the Book of Mormon. In fact, one critic pointed out he thinks this is just kind of a gimmick that Joseph Smith put in there uh, to show how wonderful the Lord is treating the, the Lehites. And he says, you know, there's got to be plenty of wood along the way. You know, why couldn't they have, you know, fire and cook meat like anybody else? So he basically claims that Joseph Smith used it as a technique to move his story along and it just, it's fabricated, obviously fabricated. Dr. Nibley has some things to say about that. Yeah, he says, you know, first of all, if we talked about in in, uh, some of the past podcasts that they were traveling from basically water well to water well, and that's kind of how the routes went. And that's usually where they would run into people is at these guarded water holes. But along the rest of the way, you don't know what kind of people you're going to encounter there. So Dr. Nibley supposes that they probably didn't want to draw attention to themselves by having fire, you know, especially at night. And so that way, if there was bandits walking along these trails, they wouldn't be noticed. They would go undetected. So there were raiders along these trails. Yeah, very likely raiders along the trails because this was a a traveled route for, you know, a frankincense trail. And so there were uh, people that were moving along this route might have been bringing goods to trade from one city to the next and, and would have given them reason to to steal something. So, so that's one possibility. There's another Near Eastern archaeologist, Dr. Jeffrey Chadwick, and he says that it's possible that they walked during the night when it was cooler and slept during the day. And so they wouldn't have needed fire in the evening for fuel for, you know, to see where they were going. And uh, that during the day, it's, it's very possible that they really wouldn't have found a lot of kindling uh, and, and firewood. Uh, you know, the many parts that they traveled through were pretty barren, most likely. Is raw meat unheard of in the desert? No, not at all. Uh, In fact, I think it's still consumed in parts of the world today. Dr. Nibley, again, he points out that many of the desert travelers, they would eat sheep and goat kidney and and put a little bit of salt on it, but they would eat them raw or sometimes tear chunks of flesh off of uh, their game and eat them raw. And uh, if they did have fire, they might have just used it sparingly and just almost like my daughter likes her steak, almost bloody, you know, kind of a really rare. Mm -hmm. And so they might have just scorched it a little bit over a a small fire and then uh, ate it then. Nephi doesn't say they didn't have fire, but that they didn't have much fire. And so they might have had fire at some point and, and scorched the meat or eaten it raw. It's not that unusual. The other thing is that they probably would have come across different fruits and vegetables and, and maybe even traded at the water hole with people for cheeses and things like that. So they would have had other food to eat and only needed meat when they uh, had you know some game that they had killed. 
What's the closest thing we have to raw meat today? Uh, it's what we today would call jerky. Uh-huh. It's, it's dried meat. And so it's, it's very likely that uh, the Lehites would have sun-dried the meat from their fresh kills. And it's a great way to take the meat along with you because you don't have to refrigerate it, don't have to worry about uh, you know, some of the problems that you'd have in the desert area with the meat and let it sun-dry and turn into jerky you know, with lots of salt that they would have brought along and, and, and other seasonings. And that's probably what they meant as far as being sweet is that uh, it's very possible that they ran into people or had access to seasonings to make it taste better. So all of this sounds pretty plausible. Very plausible. In fact, it would be weird if they wouldn't have uh, lived in the way that was described by uh, Nephi in, in the Book of Mormon. Thank you, Michael Ash. Thank you, Julianne. Thanks for listening to Faith and Reason on the Mormon Faircast. I'm your host, Julianne Delin Hatton, inviting you to keep the faith. Michael R. Ash is the author of the book, Shaking Faith Syndrome, Strengthening One's Testimony in the Face of Criticism and Doubt, as well as the book of Faith and Reason, 80 Evidences Supporting the Prophet Joseph Smith. Faith and Reason is produced by Tom Hatton with music courtesy of Arthur Hatton. The opinions expressed in this podcast are not necessarily the views of Fair Mormon or The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. You can support this podcast by subscribing to it in iTunes and by rating it and writing a review. Questions or comments can be sent to podcast at fairmormon.org or you may join the conversation at fairblog.org.